twins here. Uh, my name is Eric. This is my twin brother, Brian. Uh, welcome to the first episode of The Young Startup. Um, today, what we wanted to do is we wanted to hop on um, just to make an introduction, tell you a little bit about what we're doing, why we started The Young Startup. Uh, I know there's not been a release as to what exactly we're doing, so we're going to give you all the details today. I'll um, also give you a little bit of details about who we are, uh, what you can expect from us, and kind of what the bigger picture is of um, you know our brand and what we're doing with the Zap Twins. Okay, cool. So um, first thing, obviously, you know, for anyone listening who does not know us, um, we wanted to just kind of outline what our story is and you know how we came to be who we are today, our upbringing, our career, um, and what we're currently doing um, to the present day. So um, first things first, to kind of bring it back all the way to um, immigration, essentially. So my parents. My dad's from Poland. My mom is from the Philippines. Um, They're both first-round immigrants, essentially. We don't have any other blood-related family here. Um, so they came here with nothing. You know, they had basic education back home in their home countries, um, but they came here and essentially started new careers. Um, my dad started off working in labor jobs and ended up getting a union gig, worked his way up in, in seniority, and now he's living a comfortable lifestyle. My mom, she started off... Um, within fast food restaurants, places like Tim Hortons predominantly, moved up as a supervisor. Um, the reason I wanted to bring that up is because um, our lifestyle growing up, it wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't bad, um, but it wasn't necessarily um, rich, so to speak. We didn't have a lot of opportunity in front of us. A lot of things were not apparent to us. Um, and just, you know, our network, um, we didn't have a lot of resources to rely on. We were pretty much being first Round Zabirics in Canada, um, we had to work from scratch all the way up. And it's been, to say the least, an interesting ride. But um, honestly, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah, on top of that as well, I think um, taking it back to, to how we grew up and having nothing, one of the biggest things that our parents install or instilled into us as we grew up was, you know, work hard, right? Work for everything that you have. Um, and, and on top of that, as we grew up and we started getting jobs and, um, you know, we were graduating from high school and everything like that, one of the biggest things our parents wanted us to do was actually find something that we can do something similar to them in a sense that find a job that's comfortable, get a salary, have, you know, have a, a steady income so you can buy a mortgage, you know, get a car. Um, the typical, typical lifestyle of um, many, many people, I guess, growing up, per se, <clears throat> yeah, and, and you know, overall, um, we were different and we knew we were different and, and this is exactly why. Growing up, we worked at McDonald's at the age of 13 years old. Um, we hustled and we were working night shift. We were working as much hours as we could, saving money as much as we could. Um, and on top of that, we were always trying to find some extra income, um, hustling on the sides, selling clothes to people at the skate park, um, selling old stuff. Um, hustling family members, friends, just to try and make a little bit of extra money. Um, so we always had that entrepreneurial drive, so to speak, but it just wasn't apparent because we essentially just didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and on top of that as well, like our, our first real job was actually uh, a newspaper and it wasn't just one newspaper route. It was three. Um, so right off the bat, it was, it was hustle from the starts um, three days a week. As soon as we got home from, um, from school, we would we would go deliver papers, and it wasn't a lot of money. Like I think we were making maybe sixty dollars a week, but we were pretty smart with our money. We saved it, and we did bigger things with it. When we 
had, you know, we were fortunate enough to get our license and get a car, we were able to get into nice vehicles. And that was because we were able to, to save up income that we hustled for per se. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> I think it, it came apparent that we wanted to get into business um, early on in high school. Um, so we worked hard to get great, great grades. We were straight A students. Um, we were always on time. I don't think I ever skipped a class until grade 12. It was just um, <laughs> it was just that foreign lifestyle in us. It was education first and education before anything. <clears throat> and yeah, so like pretty much early on, we, we established that we wanted to go into business school. Again, this is taking a complete left turn from what our parents wanted us to do. Uh, my older brother is an electrical engineer. He works for BC Hydro, a very reputable company um, in the BC area here. Um, but we wanted to go to school. We finished and got all of our credits to get into the school that we wanted to go into, which is British Columbia Institute of Technology um, by grade 11. Um, and we had everything. We were essentially pre-approved to get in there in grade 12. Um, we ended up switching schools and um, doing a trades program. So he did carpentry. I did metal fabrication. And that was purely just to gain that skill at a, at a low cost. Um, and we were always big learners people that were into personal development in different ways. Um, and then once we entered into BCIT, finally, we, we got, I wouldn't say full ride scholarships. We got multiple scholarships that were able to cover our tuition throughout our entire um, two years that we were working or that we were going to school there for. Um, we did an advanced diploma, didn't have a lot of opportunity to work because our workload in terms of courses, um, a little bit untraditional, but we were doing anywhere between five to eight courses a semester. Um, and our and our years went a couple a couple more months than the regular school year would, um, and the reason for that it was it comes back to that drive and that work ethic that we had. We wanted to get into the the workforce right away. We wanted to start making money right away. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, you know one of the biggest pivoting points or pivotal points in our lives was um, in between <clears throat> in between our first and our second year at BCIT when we joined. Uh, a door-to-door sales job selling TELUS fiber optics. Um, and the reason why it was so pivotal was because that taught us what real hard work was. Yeah. It's not, door-to-door wasn't easy, but I think the hardest thing was it was pure commission. We had no salary. It was very unstable and we had to work hard in order to get paid. Um, and we did that. We ended up, I think, exiting the year or exiting the summer with like $20,000, which, you know, nowadays is, it isn't a crazy amount, but going through school, not working um, during school, um, it was great. It was great extra income. But I think the biggest things with that job was um, the training that we fulfilled from it was, got us into personal development and helping others. Um, but first, that, that meant helping ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. So like reading books, that's when we really got and, and honed in on having a routine. So our morning routine, I know we've t- posted a lot about that, um, but also like writing out our goals, writing out our affirmations, um, being grateful for, for everything that we have in our lives. And ever since that point, that's where we really, you know, saw what we wanted to do in our lives um, and, and really just wanted to make an impact at a different level. Yeah. So <clears throat> we ended up graduating BCIT and, um, the beauty of BCIT, it was a super practical program. So in our last half semester, um, we ended up getting a practicum at a company called Aerotech. Um, Aerotech is, a, uh, is owned by Allegis Group, which is, is over a $12 billion company. Um, and quickly, we excelled in the role. We were top performers for the three and a half years that we were there within the top 10% of the company. 
Um, we hit what we call a contest, which is very similar to a president's club and, and any other kind of corporate organization um, where you needed to hit a certain milestone, which again, it wasn't a quota. It was a milestone. And if you hit it, you got compensated very nicely for it. So we were high six figure earners for essentially three years in a row. Um, but at the same time, um, going back to BCIT, we were introduced to Amazon. Um, an individual named Tom Wang came into our school. He also took the same program. He was working a corporate job, making um, six figures a year, um, but he was still running a side hustle is what he called it. Um, and he was pulling in, I think, like a, a couple extra grand in profit on a monthly basis. Um, and it's a very passive, at a very passive level, so to speak. So um, it intrigued us right away. This was back in 2017. Now we got caught up in the corporate lifestyle I mean, we didn't really take action into that side hustle and that business model um, until 2018. We, we launched our Amazon business in May of 2019. Um, fast forward a year and a half, we were able to quit our jobs with the income that we we're making with that business. Um, now, Aerotech, I, I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, Aerotech was an amazing organization and it had everything that we were looking for um, from a personal development standpoint. From a financial standpoint, from a leadership standpoint, it gave us a ton of tools and skills that we were able to develop um, at a high level um, that we are now able to use within the business field. On top of that, we were able to save the capital we needed to in order to start our business. Um, you know, some of the key skills that, that we developed was one, number one, organization, how to prioritize, how to use a calendar, how to use a schedule. Very, very dominant and, and a skill that you absolutely need to be an entrepreneur. Um, on top of that as well, um, the ability to hire, the ability to be a leader, and the ability to communicate and sell, whether that be over the phone, through email, um, through video message, you pretty much name it. It was all tools that we use now as entrepreneurs every single day, um, and I couldn't be more grateful for the opportunity that Aerotech, um, Aerotech provided for both Brian and I. Yeah, to kind of give you an overview a little bit around what Aerotech does, Eric mentioned how to hire. So. Um, Aerotech is a staffing recruiting firm, one of the biggest across North America. But, you know, in that job, myself and, and Eric, we both recruited for um, a lot of the time entry level roles. So we dealt with a lot of immigration people, people getting their first jobs in Canada. Um, and it provided a very, very strong source of fulfillment. And I think that's the reason why we were so passionate about the job at the time. Um, yeah, and we were passionate about the job at the time. Um, which allowed us to excel in that job because at the end of the day, yes, we were making money, but at the same time, we were helping um, so many people on a daily, monthly, yearly basis. Yeah, there was many, many times where, uh, like Brian mentioned, we would help immigrants, um, and a lot of the times it'd be their first time um, actually working here in Canada. And <clears throat> I can't, I can't count how many times, but like I've, I've had people cry over to me over the phone. And taking it back to that, like again, what Brian said, very, very fulfilling. Um, and, and right then and there is, is when we realized that we wanted to do something else. We wanted to impact people. We wanted to help people. And with Aerotech, we were absolutely able to do that. And we helped hundreds and hundreds of people get jobs, change their lives, sometimes get a better job than they already had. Um, and that was, that was very, again, very fulfilling. Um, but we knew, that, we knew that we wanted more. And we knew that we wanted to make an impact at a larger scale, um, which is exactly why we're doing what we're doing today. Um, so, you know, our goal and our passion, um, it kind of was derived from helping other people within a from a recruitment standpoint, but now we're taking that to an entrepreneurial standpoint. 
and now specifically targeting the younger demographic. Yeah, and um, the reason why we're starting The Young Startup, and, and you can kind of derive as to why we picked the name The Young Startup, was growing up and, and going through high school, I think a lot of us are brainwashed, so to speak, or you know have this stigma as to you know, we have to graduate, we have to go to post-secondary, we have to get a job, we have to work a corporate lifestyle, and we have to we have to work our way up the corporate ladder. Or we need to get a job right out of high school and make money so that we can pay our bills and we can get a mortgage and all that kind of stuff. And like Brian mentioned, we were hustlers from, from day one is really what it came down to. And we knew we wanted to be entrepreneurs, um, maybe not exactly at the time, but we knew we wanted to be in business because we knew we wanted to do more than what that regular routes that you know our family and our our, our friends and um, our parents had told us, um, and you know one of the biggest things looking back at it now is we feel as if if we were introduced to Amazon if we were introduced to business and entrepreneurship at or in high school I think things would be a lot different and our goal with this podcast is to empower. Um, those young people that have the drive and the ambition to be able to get started and want to get started, but don't necessarily know exactly where to go, how to start, um, or just doesn't, don't have the information as, as what to do to be able to get started instead of going that traditional route. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um, what we're going to be doing is essentially bringing on entrepreneurs, um, people in business who started young that are either currently young or just started young. And the reason we want to is, is everyone has gone through, you know, those trials and turbulence, um, trial and error and mistakes. They've gone through obstacles. They've faced challenges. Um, they've, they've been through it all. And we want to make sure that um, it's normal. We want, to, we want to show that it's normal for that to happen when you're an entrepreneur um, because it's a scary thing, especially when you're at a young age. Um, but we just want to make that very, very apparent to people. And that's exactly what you're going to see with this podcast. Awesome. So yeah, I mean, you know, as a recap as to what exactly we're doing with the young startup, it's going to be a podcast. Again, what Brian mentioned, we're going to be taking on or or interviewing entrepreneurs of all different facets: people in real estate, people in e-commerce, people in business, uh, people that have have uh, have experience in the sales field or um, the advertising field. You pretty much name it. Again, our goal is to provide information to those young people that are looking for it, who have the ambition but don't know the reason as to or don't know a way of how to get to that place. Um, and we're going to be doing it through, again, this podcast here, um, but also through our social channel. Lastly, just uh, if, if, you're, if you want to join the journey, if you want to follow us to see what we're going to be up to here, uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Zab Twins. Um, but much love. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, guys.